1: There are no micromanagers in the kingdom of God, as we'll see today on Times of Refreshing. Join us. Micromanagers and ministry hoggers. That's not the biblical way to do things as we're looking at here today on Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. Welcome to the program. We find ourselves in Joshua chapter one today in a message that Pastor Napoleon has called the power of delegation. You see, there are no lone rangers in the church and we are all together working together, each with our own gifts. And we'll talk about that today. Join us with today's broadcast of Times of Refreshing from the Well, a Christian community in Livermore, California. Here's Pastor Napoleon.
2: Moses has just died. God has commissioned Joshua to step into his position to lead the children of Israel into their promise. Moses led them through the wilderness to their promise, but Joshua was to lead the children of Israel. Into their promise. And so what we want to do is glean from this man's life. Because I believe that there's people here that are going through transition also. You've been through the wilderness. How many tired of the wilderness now? Amen. You're, you're trying to get into your promised land. And and really experience everything that God has, has ordained for you. So God gives him a fresh commission. And and releases something here. It says here in verse 16. So they answered Joshua after they had understood that God had placed Joshua in his position, was transitioning him, Joshua came back and spoke to them. And so they answered to Joshua and saying, All that you command us, we will do. And wherever you send us, we will go. Now listen to these two verses here. Just as we heeded Moses in all things, so we will heed you. But they say this, Only the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Only the Lord God be with you as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your command and does not heed your words and all that you command him shall be put to death. Now watch this. Only be strong and of good courage. Only the Lord God be with you as he was with Moses. And then in verse 18 he says... They say to him, only be strong and of good courage. To delegate means to appoint as one's representative. To assign responsibility and authority. And this is big. As we're coming into new places in God, as God has given us, he's already given us responsibility. As we're transitioning into a new place, what we have to realize is that God, he wants to give us more responsibility and as we receive more responsibility, God imparts to us more authority. And this is big because a lot of individuals, they want God to take them to a new place, but they don't realize that it's going to require that God gives us more responsibility. And for some people, they're not able to handle the responsibility that God is, is, wants to give them. And so the preparation time takes a little longer until we're ready to receive and we're ready to come up under and bear all things that God has ordained for our life. We become responsible, amen? And if I'm not responsible in the little things, God is not going to make me responsible and give me more responsibility uh, with, with, with greater things that pertain to his kingdom. And so as I'm going through a time of wilderness, as I'm going through a time of transition, I'm going through a time of processing because all of us, we, we, we have to go through the process. Amen. How, how many realize that there's a process to this thing? God's not just going to put us at point A and then put us to Z, that we have to go through a process. And so as we're going through the process, understand that the responsibility that God has already given me, I want to take full advantage and I want to manage God's affair and do good. Do what I'm supposed to do with God's business. As I do this, God will give me more responsibility... As he's delegating, as he's, as he's called me to be a delegate, he wants to give me more responsibility. This is what delegation is all about. I'm giving you responsibility. If you're faithful over a few things, I'll make you rule over, over much, but you have to respond to my process so that as you're going forth, you're able to bear it. Some of us, we're not able to handle what God wants to give us right now, amen? We've already messed up what he gave us last time, and so... With delegation comes responsibility. Number one. Am I a responsible person? Am I a responsible person? Number two. With delegation comes authority. As I'm transitioning. I want more responsibility. I want more authority. But I want God to process me. So that it doesn't doesn't overtake me. And overwhelm me. This is key. We have to stop and think about things. Just for a moment. And. And be honest with ourselves. God, am I ready for this? And this is the question that we should stop and ask. Am I, am I ready for this? Am I really ready for this? Am I really ready for more, more responsibility from you? Am I really ready for more authority, God? We have to be honest and allow God to take us through this process so that we can become, we can become effective and God would be willing to give us give us more. I want more. I want God to give me more, but at the same time, I want God to take his time with me so that what he gives me doesn't destroy my life. To delegate means to appoint as one's representative, to assign responsibility, and authority. Joshua has just spent time with Moses wandering through the wilderness for 40 years. He has gone through the process, amen? Amen. He spent time in the presence of God. He sought God's face. He, he learned from Moses. He, he understood the ways of God, not just the acts of God. He understood the ways of God. And in the midst of this, he came to a place where he was ready to receive the mantle, the mandate, and go to another level as it pertains to responsibility with, with, God's, with God's people. And so he's here getting ready to take the children of Israel into their destiny. And, and God... Causes him to receive more responsibility and gives him authority so that he as he goes in there is a witness And this is big Because a lot of times what we want God to do is we want God We want God to give us what we want, but we don't want God to give us what he wants Because when we must realize this, please hear me now God is only going to confirm his will He's not going to confirm our will. Joshua was prepared. He had gone through this. The transition has come. He's receiving responsibility. He's receiving more authority. But in the midst of this, something happens. And, and this is what I want to hit today. If you are a person and you know that I've received Delegated authority, I I, I have received, I'm a delegate of God, God has given me authority, He's given me responsibility. All of us must realize that He does this so that we may work together with people to bring them into their promises and not just to bless us in the way that we want to be blessed. God doesn't give you responsibility and authority for yourself. He does it so that you can be a blessing to other people. He doesn't give you responsibility and authority for yourself. Now this is big. He does it so that you can be a blessing to other people. And this is big because selfishness is the root of all sin. And I believe it also is the cause for many delays in our life. Because we're wanting things for ourselves and we're not wanting things to be a blessing to others. This man of God understood that his responsibility was not just to get him into his promise, but it was to get four million people into their destiny, into their promise. And he was God's representative in the earth to help to propel them into their destiny. Not just to get him into his destiny. When I'm thinking about a new job, am I thinking about a new job just for myself? When I'm thinking about a new car, when I'm thinking about a new, when I'm thinking about going to another level in, in in my ministry, if I'm thinking about, when I'm thinking about all these things, am I thinking about them just for myself, or am I considering the fact that God has delegated responsibility, authority to me? I am a representative of God, and and the blessing that comes to me isn't just for me; it's for people that are around me. When God blessed Abraham, He wasn't just thinking about Abraham. Amen. He said that he would be a father of many nations. He said, I'm going to bless you, and you're going to be a blessing. And God wasn't just thinking about him. He was thinking about all those who would come through him. And so he became a representative of God. He received authority. He received responsibility. But he realized that he wasn't doing this just for himself, that God would be the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And generations that were coming behind him. And so as a church and as a people, I have to think about this. As as I'm growing in my walk with God. God, am I wanting the blessing just for me? Am I wanting the blessing to be a blessing to others? Now, many people say this. Do I want more responsibility just for me? But do, or do I want responsibility to be a blessing to other people so that others would be effective? Do I want more authority so that I can appear powerful and appear strong? Or do I want more authority so that I can help others get out of their situations? This is what we have to learn to think about. And Joshua has been prepared. He understands what he's doing. He understands the process. But also those people who were walking with him they were looking for a certain standard when it came to God's delegates. And this is one of the things that we have to capture in the church again and get back in the hearts and the minds of the people. I understand my responsibility as a representative of the Lord Jesus Christ. But my prayer is, is that the people who are, that I'm working with to help to bring them out of situations and conditions that my prayer is is that they understand that there is a standard for me also and there there should be something that they're looking for in me and this is what we see in this and these two verses here in these two verses here we see this in verse 16 it says and so they answered joshua saying all that you command us we will do and wherever you send us we will go They realized that God had delegated responsibility and given authority to this man to lead them. He had been processed. He was ready to take them in and then transition them. But their perspective was this. Verse 17. Just as we heeded Moses in all things, so we will heed you. Watch this. Only the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Now, this is one of the things that we have to capture as when we're looking at people who have been given responsibility and have been given authority. Not just that we see signs and wonders and miracles, not just that we see uh, different things go on in their life, but one of the things that we should look for in our own lives and in the lives of those who we are following, who we are working with in ministry, who we're a partner with in life, whatever it is, we should be looking for individuals who more than anything else, it has become abundantly clear that God is with them. These people said, we're going to follow you. Only the Lord God be with you as he was with Moses. Now this may seem simple, but I want to hammer this home because a lot of times when we're thinking about partner, when we're thinking about marrying somebody who has received authority from God, who who, may, who has received authority from God as a man and who has a responsibility to lead them, lead the family into their destiny. When we're thinking about the wife who, who has responsibility from God, a lot of time, that's one of the last things that comes across our minds. Is the Lord God with this person? Now, I didn't say, is this person a Christian? Is the Lord God, only the Lord God be with you? When we're thinking about When we're thinking about being led and leading, this is one of the first things that has to come across our mind as as we have received, uh, as we have become representatives of God and individuals who have received responsibility and authority, we have to think about this very thing. Is God with me? Is God working with me? Do I sense the presence of God? Do I know that God is on my side? Do I know that God is leading me in this? Do I know that God is directing me? And then the person who is following, who's, who's working with these individuals, th- hear me now, is, is God with this person? A lot of times this is the last thing that we think about. When we're making decisions to partner with people in ministry, to get married, to, 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 to do business with people, and all these things, the last thing that we tend to think about is, is, is God with this person? Are you with him? Are you with her? Are you really? But these individuals, they said there has been a standard that is said: If you have been as long as as God is with you the way that he has been with Moses, then that's fine. We'll follow you. Joshua understood this and the people of God were willing to analyze this man's life And determine if this, if God is with you, then I'm willing to follow. And we have to get this back in the church again because we are called to be the body of Christ. We are called to be saints of the Most High God. And we are called to be representatives of God in the earth realm. And why should people come to our church if if they don't sense that God is with us? Think about it. I've received responsibility. I've received authority. But the thing that I want to know more than anything else is that God is with me. And if I'm going to follow someone, I want to know that God is with them. And this was their mindset. And true individuals who have, have become representatives, representatives of God, this is something that is always is a characteristic of their lifestyle, of their ministries, of their endeavors, that more than anything else, you sense that God is with this person. And we have to get this back into the church and in our hearts and our minds as we're seeking to make decisions, as we're seeking to go places, as we're seeking to expand ministry. God, are you in this? God, are you with us? This is what we want to know. And this is what they had. The sign that God was with them or with him was not just, now listen, please, was not just that, you know, that, that, that he spoke well, or he was eloquent, or that, that he looked the part, or that, you know, maybe miracles happen and different things like that. That's not always the sign that God is with a person. The Bible says in the end of the days that the Antichrist is coming with all signs and lies and wonders, that he's going to do miracles, he's going to be a miraculous person, he's going to look the part. But the sign that God is truly with this person is, is the sign of God's manifested presence. This is a true sign of someone who has received, who has, who has become a delegate of God, who has received delegated authority and responsibility is, is the presence that they carry. And this is something that we want to get back in the church. And we, have to, we need the presence of God back in our businesses again. We need the presence of God back in our marriages again. We need the presence of God back in our, our endeavors again. We need the presence of God in our homes again. Because this is a sign that truly I have been sent by God. And I, am, and I receive responsibility and authority. And God is leading me into my destiny. It's not just that God blesses me. It's that God's presence is with me. See, we're looking for the blessing of God as a sign that God is with us. But when you go in your prayer closet, do you feel him? This is a sign that we should be looking for. This is a sign that we should be after. As we're thinking about God giving us more responsibility, God giving us more authority, us leading people and us being led by people. God, I understand that you've given me authority, you've given me responsibility, but God, I want your presence as a confirmation. And this is what these individuals, they were looking for. And I believe that this is what Joshua was looking for in his life. And God brought it forth. The next thing that we see here that is so important is found in verse 18. Whoever rebels against your command and does not heed your words and all that you command him shall be put to death. Only be strong and of good courage. As as an individual who's received responsibility has received authority and has the presence of God working in their life as a confirmation that God is truly with me, truly with us. One of the things that we also have to do is allow God in the midst of Him processing us, we have to allow God to make us people of strength and people of courage. And this is the next thing that we should be looking for and this is what they were asking for. They said, we want God's presence to be with you will follow you. We want God. we want you to be strong and very courageous, will follow you. And this is one of the big problems that we have in Christianity, is we have, tr- we have taught such a Christianity that is weak, that is powerless, that, that, is, that is a struggle, that is always a struggle. We've taught a Christianity that has taken the life out of, of the whole process, the whole experience, but Jesus Christ he taught us to be people of strength he taught us to be people of courage he warned us at the end of the age that that, that there was going to be persecution and things that would happen and we have to learn to teach people that if you're going to truly represent God one of the things that you're going to have to do is be strong and be of good courage because there is a battle that lies ahead amen there's a battle that lies ahead and if I'm going to lead people, the first thing that people should sense, one of the first things that people should sense in my life is that, 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 that I am a person of strength and I am a person of courage. And this is what Joshua, he had in his life, and this is what they were looking for from him. Are you a person of courage? Are you a person of strength? When the deal goes down, how do you respond to hardship? How do you respond to trial? How do we respond to things that may not look the way or turn out the way that they should turn out? How do we respond? If I'm going to truly represent God, possess responsibility and authority, I have to be a person that realizes that God, as I'm going forth, there's going to be hard times, but in the midst of this, I'm going to be strong and I'm going to be very courageous in how I handle your business. This is what God is looking for as as we have become representatives of the very kingdom of God and most importantly of God. Am I a person of strength? Is this church a church of strength? Is it a church of courage? Because true people that hear the voice of God and want to do the will of God, this is what they will look for. Is, Is my pastor a pastor of strength? Is my pastor a pastor of courage? Is my ministry leader is this person that's leading this ministry is, are there a person of strength? Are there a person of character? Are there a person of courage? Is my husband a man of strength? Is my husband a man of courage? Is he always crying on my shoulder? Or is he leading the charge? God has given him responsibility, God has given him authority in this house. How does he respond? Does he have the presence of God in his life? Does does he have the presence of God? And is he a person of strength? Is he buckling under the pressure and and running back to the the bar? Is he buckling under the pressure and asking me to take on more responsibility than I should be taking on? Is, is he a person of character? He's received authority. He's received responsibility to lead this house. But is he, does he have the presence of God? Does he have, is he strong and is he very courageous? This is the type of thing that these people were looking for. And I believe this is the thing that people are looking for from us as we become representatives. Is my wife a woman of strength? When I read Proverbs 31, this woman wasn't a weak person. She was a woman of strength. Is my wife a woman of strength? If one little thing happens, does she fall out and just want to leave me? Is is, is my wife a woman of strength? Because she's received responsibility. She's received authority from God. How does she respond under their pressure? Is my wife a woman of strength? This is the things that we have to ask ourselves. Because if we do not become strong and of good courage, if we do not have the presence of God moving in our life, we'll stay, listen to me now, we'll stay in that place of limbo until God can prepare us to enter into our promise. See, entering into your promise, entering into the blessing of God, entering into the next phase in your development, doesn't mean that the next phase is going to be easier. It could mean that the next phase is going to be harder. Amen? Come on. (laughs) I want to hit this real hard because a lot of times we don't realize that God took them through the wilderness. And there were no giants in the wilderness. There was no Amalekites in the wilderness. There were no Canaanites. There were no Perizzites. There were no Jebusites. They weren't in the wilderness. They were in the promise. And so God processed them to be to have his presence. He processed them to be strong and of good courage. So, as they're entering into the next phase of their development, they're able to fight different battles. And they're able to, 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 to come up against different opposition and be successful. Because they've been trained in the wilderness. They've been processed in the wilderness. And the process wasn't something that was external. The process was something that was internal. And this is what God is trying to do inside of us as he's called us to be representatives.
1: Well, thank you for joining us for Times of Refreshing with our teacher and pastor, Napoleon Kaufman. This program is the production of The Well Christian Community. And we pray today's broadcast has blessed you and has encouraged you in Christ. If it has, would you take a moment and let us know? There are several ways that you can contact us. First, by mail. The Well Christian Community. Address your envelope to 2333 Neeson Drive. That's here in Livermore. The zip code is 94551. You can also stop by our website, learn more about us, and drop us an email, thewellchurch.net. That's thewellchurch.net. And then, of course, by phone, 925 292 7800. That's 925 292 7800. As you visit our website, don't forget to look for the link to our Facebook page. And if you're on Facebook, simply search The Well Christian Community. You can even follow Pastor Napoleon on Twitter with the address at Napoleon Kaufman, all one word. Until next time, may Jesus Christ be highly exalted in your life and may he bring you a peace that passes all understanding.